Can I use magic? They, I thought they were all dead. Uh-huh. That, that was weird. That's the worst thing. Oh my god, how many have you had, man? Hardcore parkour Friday nights. Yeah. It's a rich role-playing experience. Hey guys, this is Drew, and welcome to Atlas Stellarum. Our heroes in this setting are members of a mysterious group called the Gateway Consortium, and their magical abilities let them transverse a galaxy-spanning network of portals. Mechanically speaking, we're still going to be using the Savage Worlds rules you're familiar with from Bohemian Galaxy, with a simplified version of the Mage rules you might have heard from one of our interludes grafted on top to represent their mystical powers. Thematically, Atlas Stellarum is going to borrow a lot of tropes from the space western and space fantasy genres, so it should feel a little bit more like Star Wars and a little bit less like the hard sci-fi that you might be used to from Bohemian Galaxy. Adventure and the unknown lurk behind every new portal that our heroes enter. Anyway, that's enough of me talking at you guys. I'm really excited to get started with this project, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So yeah, fasten your seatbelts and get ready to join the world of Atlas Stellarum. Welcome to the world of the Gateway Consortium. I'm your DM, Drew. We're playing a futuristic galaxy-spanning adventure setting where the player's characters have access to dangerous mystical powers that they'll use to investigate sprawling city planets, explore new worlds, and uncover unthinkable secrets. So I guess we should start off with people introducing their characters for this setting. Uh, I'm going to randomly pick Justin to go first. And I totally, you were saying something about exploring new worlds, and then my sound cut out, and it came back with, and I'll randomly pick Justin to go first. Who the hell am I? I'm Justin. I'm playing the character of uh, Excess Cerbates of the Empire of Thestinage from the planet Jameet. And, uh, Wait, sorry, can you pronounce your character again? Excess Cerbates? Okay. <laughs> Exacerbities. Jesus, God. Exacerbities. Do you have like a nickname you go by or anything? He called me Exo. Exo has been uh, in the guild for about six years. Before that, he was in the Thestiginian Legion, which uh, basically like the Roman Legion, but with a focus on combat medicine. Anyway, he's been in the guild for about six years, and I think the past two years he's been uh, howling around with uh, Mercurio. Yeah. TJ's character. And I, uh... Yeah, we met when we got into a fight at a bar because I'm a I'm cut. Well, we'll see how I am in a minute, but you kicked the shit out of me. And I was like, wow, this guy, mad respect. So then I joined your crew and I've just been calling you XO ever since. Hey, Justin, have you told the audience about your better half? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's common in the Thestonaginian Legion to uh, have uh, an animal companion. Mine happens to be a... Uh, Estaginian rhino, uh, colloquially known as a horn dog, and 
that. <laughs> what? <laughs> How big is this rhino? Yeah, is this a full-size rhino? No. Oh, it's a full-sized horn dog. Yeah, how how large is that? <laughs> it's like a medium-sized dog-sized rhino, so you know. Okay. Oh, a pygmy rhino. Hence the name horn dog. You can like pick him up, but he's pretty heavy. Or <laughs> she actually? Her name is uh, Chocolatees. <laughs> oh my god. She's a little uh, uh, rhino covered in like brown fur, really short fur, and she has this cask around her neck that's half uh, Thestigenian wine and half water to dilute it, kind of like a. Uh, you know, those dogs save you an avalanche by getting you drunk. You know what I'm talking about. St. Bernard's, is that right? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> well, young people might not, but back in our day, there <laughs> were cartoons where these dogs had bourbon around their throats and they would rescue people who were caught in snowstorms. Really? I think also, for, I think further back in the day, this was a real thing. I'm not sure, actually. I mean, well, I'm just dating it for us because this is the perspective justin like justin wasn't in avalanches saved by a dog with bourbon but that would save it yeah no he's he's more like he's a comfort animal anyway yeah um, man if uh if today had gone as planned that would have been like about a million times smoother but uh, as it is I'm pretty sure I forgot some things, and uh, I suppose we'll discover that as a rich role-playing experience. Do you want to <laughs> tell people a little bit about what kind of mystical powers you have? Yes. Exo has uh, a focus in life in terms of his magic ability, and he also has some uh, matter magic and space magic. Uh, what else should I say? That's probably good. Okay. I mean, unless there's something else you're dying to say. No, I... Just that I, I. I mean, I think this is this has just been such a such a polished intro. You're just gonna leave it, leave it as it lies. Ah, God. <laughs> you have no idea how much we this, can circle back around if you. This upsets me. Yeah. C- circle back yeah. around to me in like four hours. I wanted to be. Whatever. We can just drop little gems as we go throughout the first session. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, yeah. We got need room to improve, so I'm just making a lot of room. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, all right, who wants to go next? I can go since I already started. Okay, so my character is Mercurio Fairfax of the clan Spade. He's from a world called Grum. And in this world, it's like, imagine like the Scottish Highlands where it's organized into clans who are constantly warring with each other. It's a dark world. The star it circles is older and so it's dimmer. So my character actually has a minor problem. Like he can't see very well in bright light. So he constantly has to wear sunglasses. Major hindrances are he's very arrogant and he has a death wish. So just imagine like, I don't know, like a Scottish biker a motorcycle gang kind of biker but he's like fit he's not like overweight like you'd imagine and he's young he's not like a he's not that kind of biker but he's just like fuck yeah adrenaline and like he wants to fight everybody and he thinks he's better than everybody which is exactly how he got into the fight with xo he was just like yeah man like you know you looked at me wrong let's fucking fight then he got his ass kicked so then so i think part of what xo likes about your character is that he loves to fight because he likes loves to heal you after you get into your fights (laughs) <laughs> so we make a good team my character like he's actually fairly good at fighting i don't know if your character is so uh whatever happened in that fight who knows maybe we'll unveil that someday <laughs> uh it was during like one of a battle on my world where i had a near-death experience and that was what woke me up to magic 
And my primary rules of magic are death. Like, that's my main one, because he's so involved in fighting. The secondary one is prime. And then, as a minor one, he's into mind magic. We, we've been pounding around as a group for the Guild Consortium for a few years now. And I'm just in it for the fights. After every big fight, like that was like notable where like either somebody died or somebody almost died like on our side because of course the enemies are going to be dying left and right he gets a tattoo to like memorialize it so he has a lot of tattoos every on his back fight? that you can't see huh every fight every significant fight like if he just kicks somebody's ass not a big deal but if he gets shot and he has to like you know he almost dies or if it was like really crazy does so he have a tattoo memorializing when Justin's character <laughs> beat his ass? Yeah, actually, he does. And it just says XO on his back left shoulder. <laughs> but like I said, right now, most of the tattoos are on his back, and there's like seven or eight of them. But as we play through, he's going to get more visible tattoos. going to get so. a face tat? Maybe. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Maybe we don't get into any fights at all in the course of this campaign and he doesn't get any tattoos. Great negotiators. I mean, it's unlikely, but not impossible, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I'm skeptical. Sounds delightful. It's impossible. (laughs) I mean, not not from the perspective of what's out there for you. Just, I know you guys. You're going to get into fights. Yeah. What if we all die before we get into our first fight? Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess you know maybe I'll I'll just roll a, a die and on a roll of a million the world gets destroyed by an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I roll it. What's the chance that your world gets completely annihilated? <laughs> space debris. Not today. And that's my best chance of not getting a face tattoo. Um. <laughs> all right. Who wants to go next? Well, I just finished reading back my backstory, so I'll go. Oh, yeah, it's fresh in your mind. Relatively. I'm Travis. I'll be playing Laniakea Turb. I grew up in a suburban planet, which is like is not a notable part of the galaxy. Um, I awoke as a child, and the Gateway Consortium came up to ask me, like, hey, you want to start studying that weird shit? But they looked like a weird cult to me, so I was just like, no, I asked on that and uh, just grew up with my family, boring suburban life. When I became an adult, I eventually did join the Gateway Consortium and went on a bunch of missions and learned about some magics. And then at the age of 29, I was visited by a future version of myself that told me about an apocalyptic future where this sector of the galaxy was destroyed and that I needed to go back in time and prevent that. But my future self was pretty vague about the whole ordeal. But I accepted my future self, sent my 29-year-old self back to my nine-year-old self. So I'm now a 29-year-old in the body of a nine-year-old. And this was around the time where I was awoken. And this time I actually went with a weird cult of magic people. And that's where I am now. Does that make any sense? So, yeah, does that mean, like, do you, like... In your previous life, when you were 29 and you were in the Guild Consortium, you were significantly older than us. You were like 20 years older than us, right? Because you're seeing us now at nine. Yes. So you wouldn't you wouldn't know. No, it's the way. It's the other way around. You're older than him. Yes. Her. It's like right now at nine, you guys are like 
whatever, 30, 40, I don't know. Oh, which means 20 yeah. years from now, he'll be older. That's right, okay. So I'm actually a half-elf female. Okay. Oh, yeah, we should point that out. I'm human. XO is also human? Yeah. Okay, so you you may or may not know like people within the consortium that we run into. I so, might know. Like at a different stage in their life. Yes, I will know them from 20 years in the future. But I'm very hesitant about changing the future because, you know, I'm loops and who even knows what happens there. So I'm my hindrances are based around being cautious and uh, being in a young body. So I'm like physically weaker, but I'm also hesitant to act on knowledge that I have of the future. Is time your primary magic school? I'm focusing on time space and force our last uh, player kelly why don't you tell us a little about your character hey everyone uh i am kelly i'm playing as the character orion natural sueño cash <laughs> so orion was born in the town of donkey pit so it's a mining town it's sort of in one of like the struggling outposts they're on a moon called gloop rock that's famous for being struck by meteors and asteroids and things like that. Growing up, his dad um, named Dex Cash was a grifter. And so they used to travel around these different mining towns, um, grifting people. So it wasn't clear if his father had powers or not. Lots of crazy disasters happened. Um, so eventually his dad was arrested and sent to prison. Orion's powers awakened when he was struggling to break free from his captors and save his father, but he was too young and weak and unable to do so. So instead, he was putting in a put in a boarding school for magical foster youth <laughs> <laughs> by by the consortium. It's a it's a small private boarding school. So that's where he learned to control his different magical powers. Um, but eventually, he was expelled with another group of foster youths, magical foster youths, and they sort of created their own band that would do odd jobs for money. Um, so they would find missing persons or they would steal things. Uh, but eventually, they a job from some bad people his team was there was a squad and b squad he was on a squad and b squad was in trouble and so he went back to save them and they ended up all in a huge disaster and got sent to a prison camp uh so basically while he was in prison for 10 years he just spent most of the time burying his friends dead bodies while they all you know worked themselves to death but eventually he earned his freedom um, or at least the Gateway Consortium has some sort of plan for him. And so that led to his joining up with all of you guys. Due to his experiences with death in magic, most of his magic centers around things that have to do with examining bodies, looking at uh, close uh, future or past, recent future or past events. So it's mainly concerned around how people die or did die or will die. And then in terms of hindrances and such, because he was betrayed so badly, he doesn't trust people, so he's suspicious. Um, he's also, because of all of his minor crimes, he's wanted, so he's not a major hindrance, it's a minor hindrance, but the wrong people tend to recognize him in bad places, but he's also somewhat ruthless as well, because after being screwed over so many times, he now thinks it's just him against the world in the scent, um, and he also has the free runner egg. <gasps> Me too, both free runners. Yeah. Hardcore parkour Friday nights. <laughs> <clears throat> Sounds like fun. <laughs> but yes, from those um, simple beginnings, you have the character Orion. Nice. 
All right. Also, we we definitely like I'm gonna nickname you Cash Money. Just saying. Oh yeah, did your did your like band of miscreants have like a name, Kelly? <laughs> um, I'm sure if I had taken more time. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it will come it, it'll up come up point. someday. Well, whatever. We'll we'll fix that in post. <laughs> <laughs> this will all be smooth as whipped cream. We call it donkey butter and the donkey bit. Oh yeah, was your prison camp on um, donkey pit? Or no, I guess it was on the moon, right? Gluke Rock. Probably, probably not because the like shitty mining town thing wouldn't have like the capacity to imprison. Like magic users. That's true. Also, I don't think it gets much worse on Gloop Rocks. So really, what's the difference? I mean, prison has like three square meals a day, whereas shitty mining town does not. <laughs> Dang. All right. So yeah, if you really wanted to get bad, you had to go somewhere else because it's one of the shittiest places in the galaxy. <laughs> nice. Hive of shit and villainy. All right. Should we get this shit show on the shit road? Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? I don't know. We all stop being friends because of how much we hate this. <laughs> yeah, let's find out. Seems likely. I mean, that's you asked what the worst that could happen is. Did we start with a toast? Mm. Possibly to the opposite of that? Sure. What are we toasting to? I mean, it <laughs> could be to a rich role-playing experience that brings us closer together rather than Tearing us apart? Yeah, I like that. To bringing ourselves closer together instead of tearing us apart. Cheers. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. All right. So our story is going to start out on the thriving city world of Indela, where, uh, fuck, what are your names? Right. Uh, Exo <laughs> and Mercurio have been <laughs> gathered together by a powerful mage by the name of Kai Varel. He tells you guys... Actually, sorry, I guess I, I should also make sure. Do you, you guys already hang in with Lani Akea at this point? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, that was my understanding, but I guess you can make that call, Travis. I think she's pretty new, but... Yeah, the consortium just added me. They, I mean, I proved that I was from the future, and they were like, well, I guess you're already here. The three of you, then, are been called here to Indela where this powerful mage Kai Varel uh, takes you into his citadel and he says hello ladies and gentlemen I've got a task for you if you're interested it'll involve some exploration feats of daring do possibly and uh, you'll have to travel with this asshole and he points to <laughs> this man sitting in a chair solemnly across the room hey what up? I shout to him, uh, don't take it personally. He refers to all of us this way on first on first meeting. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a term of endearment, he says. I too was once an asshole. <laughs> oh, don't worry, XO, you're still an asshole to me. Pharrell jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Orion's getting more weirded out by the minute. His alertness is super high. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on in the citadel, but Anyway, uh, Orion here has recently gotten out of wizard jail, and uh, he's decided to turn his life around and use his talents for good. I don't know. Just uh, I don't. I don't want him here wrecking my world. So I encouragingly say, "No, good is the right word for L. You picked the right word." 
Continue, please. <laughs> I sent out a uh, an exploration robot a little while ago to a, a planet one portal away from here, and I got a message back from it on a on a one-time communication stone that said it had found something interesting. Might be a new portal to an unexplored sector of the galaxy web. But uh, I haven't heard anything since, and the robot scout hasn't returned. So um, if you guys are up to it, I'd, I'd like you to go through there and see what's happening. Yeah, sounds good. What's the name of the world that it that the new portal was discovered on? Uh, Ormorath. Ormorath. Kind of a backwater. It's There's a there's a portal directly between Indela and Ormorath, but I'm sure you've never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't. Okay, when do we lo- let's go right now. Can we go? Yeah, I'll uh, show you guys to your your vehicle, get you prepared with some gear, and get out there and see what's happening. So Ryan turns to Exo because he seems to be the friendly one. He's like, you guys, you guys do this all the time? This is it just like the kind of shit you guys get up to? Indeed, I've done it for about six years, friend. Mercurio here, about two. I've been doing this about ten years. Do I, do I know the background of these people that I'm with? Do mages come and go pretty regularly based on whatever their business might be, or like... Uh, what do you mean, come and go? Like, um, could I expect to run into a new mage like Orion every once in a while over my career? And yeah, Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll see people from, like, different places, because um, they have a relatively easy time going from place to place, so... I was just thinking about my time before at meeting Mercurio, and how I assume he's not unusual, like... Right. I mean, you're not, you're not like, common, but... Six years, you certainly would have met a fair number of them. How often are the groups like assembled and disassembled or changed? I would guess Exo uh, was assigned to a group when he first joined, and then as more people came in, he got his own group. Y- yeah, that's what I was. I'm, well, I per- I'm gonna lean towards Exo being our captain, so to speak. Hope you're ready for the promotion, Exo. They're like, we need moral people leading these groups, so. Exo, you're the new. <laughs> well, captain. I mean, I was I was picturing, you know, the three of you have already you know, been together for a little bit, so you've been sort of traveling together. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the first group I've been assigned to, and obviously the first group Ania K has been assigned to in the new body in this time period. Yeah. In this timeline, yes. I just I asked specifically for like how I'm how to flavor my encouragement or reassurance of Orion, my level of confidence. You might be nervous having a new person in your group, I guess, but it's normal. But it's fairly normal. Yeah. Yeah. And if he dies real quick, we'll get somebody else. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's happened. I mean, I try to heal people. Yeah, maybe it hasn't happened. I mean, most of the time it's not, like, super risky, right? By and large. Obviously, behind the scenes, that's all going to change now. As we're adventuring, but you don't necessarily go into this thinking, oh, yeah, this new guy might die. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little overconfident. I've gotten too comfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, this is a cake. You're like, I'm too comfortable. This guy might be a red shirt. No, I just. Yeah, are you wearing a red shirt, Orion? <laughs> yeah. We said I was wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's that horny coming. Well, first, in. let's get some clothes on you. So- some sort of beat up leather jacket. Maybe a hat. Yeah, probably looks badass. He's just Donald Ducking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Donald Ducking it is a respect fashion tradition on Indela. <laughs> <laughs> but I turned to Exo and I'm like, hey, you guys realize there's a kid here, right? Are you guys going to take this kid with you? 
Dude, she's badass. Yeah, she is a formidable opponent. Don't underestimate the child. She, she fought with you guys? Yeah. She's only been here a short while, but she has proven herself. Okay, man. However you guys do it here in the Citadel. You can rely on this little girl. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> weird. Yeah, that is a weird thing to have heard before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been betrayed by too many kids, man. <laughs> All right, anyway, so yeah, Pharrell turns to you guys and says, why don't we go on out to the portal to Ormoreth? I'll show you what's up. Sounds good. So you guys get in like a hover car. It's a trip of like a few hours away from his citadel. And you get there and there's a big, big vehicle, big RV. It's kind of, it, you get the impression that it's kind of like an exploration RV. Planet Rover. Hell yeah. So he, he says to you, I think there's a good chance that whenever you find this portal, the most straightforward thing to do is for you guys to just be the, the team that goes through it and sees what's on the other side. So XO, I think you've earned this. It's time for you to get one of these to drive around for yourself. I try not to cry as I say, that's the first time he didn't call me asshole. <laughs> I've earned my name. And then he pats me in the back and he's like, good luck out there, asshole. <laughs> I won't let you down. As you guys like walk up to, to this big vehicle, the under hatch opens up and a ramp comes down and you see a snake person slither down from the ramp. And Pharrell says to you, oh yeah, if there's one more member of your team forgot this is your science tech her name's Creighton. she is a member of a, a race that doesn't actually speak she doesn't have the right vocal cords but she has a translator around her neck she's like hello how's it going great it's going great how are you i'm just fine i was just in there ironing my beautiful red shirt <laughs> Uh, does she have legs and arms, or...? She has arms. She doesn't have legs. She has kind of like a snake body. Hi, Kraitlin. Good to meet all of you. I've heard so much about you. I offer my hand to her, and I stare in the eyes, kind of like a dominance thing. Um, okay. Making friends? How's how's it <laughs> going? So she, she has like a kind of a snake head, too, so you can only look in one eye at a time. Okay. Like on the sides of her head. She looks at you with one eye. She's going to win a staring contest. Snakes don't have like eyelids per se. I guess I hold her hand for like an unusually long amount of time, like trying to like stare her down, but eventually have to give up. And I'm a little like, oh, she got me. <laughs> so he's like, haha, that, that was weird. You're a weird one. And I, I don't even ignore, I like don't even respond. I just walk past her onto the ship. Okay, well, uh, I just rolled a d20 to see how Chocolatiz reacts to her, and I'm afraid she doesn't like her at first. And so she starts, like, uh -oh. kicking the ground, getting ready to charge. I'm like, whoa, 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 Chocolatiz, no, no. Oh, that's that's so cute. You've got a horn dog. Oh, you've, you've seen one. I've heard so much about those. Yes, I've read about them in one of my many science files that I read. She's just a little nervous. Uh, I fish around in my pockets for a, a horn dog treat and I give it to Kraitlin. Here, just give her this treat. Here you go. Enjoy this treat. Good. She rolled a 17. Alright, Chocolatees warms up to her and, and eats the treat. <laughs> Everything's cool. And I, I visibly relax. Oh, 
That would have been really bad. Anyway, it was good to meet you. All right, shall we get started for this trip? I believe Harel is going to open this portal for us. Actually, oh shit. Uh, Chocolatees really doesn't like Orion. Just roll a two. Um. <laughs> Are you just gonna roll for everybody? Oh my god. It's on first meeting. Okay, yep. oh, hold on. Alright, this is a problem. We thought everything was cool when we met you, Orion, but uh, we're getting into this cramped space and she's. something's wrong. So, here, have, take one of these. And she totally is into it and wants to treat. I rolled a 15. So, uh, if you want to give it to her, uh, Think, think we'll be cool. Orion puts in his pocket. What? She's just gonna follow you all around the ship, man. Give her the treat. Starts walking around exploring the ship. What the? It's a good way to make friends. <laughs> Chocolatees just starts following him, like begging for the treat. And I'm like, Chocolatees, come! And I follow Chocolatees in. <laughs> She's just not listening to me at all. I say, don't worry, man. And just teasing her a little bit to warm her up, but not, 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 not in a sexual way. I pull, I pull out the, all the treats, try, trying desperately to get Chocolatees to pay attention to me instead of Orion, and it's just not working. I run into the ship, still begging for Chocolatees to look at me. XO! The ship doesn't have any guns! It doesn't have any weapons! What are we gonna do? That's not my concern right now. Chocolatees, come to me! <laughs> Has Chocolatees warmed up a little bit to Orion? Yes, she totally likes you. She wants the treat. He doesn't give it to her. But he's he's warming up to her, too. Oh, you tease. Wow, what a he's, dick. He's the only one Orion likes. Exo is... I'm just beside myself. <laughs> I'm starting to lose my mind with chocolate tease. You are. God, I rolled a five. Started. I resign myself. I'm like, okay, I don't... <laughs> you, you like Orion. It's fine. I'll, I'll, Orion, like, if she, if she needs... If she seems like she needs to poop, just, like, bring her over to this part of the ship, I think... That uh, Varel won't mind if there's a bunch of rhino crap here. Anyway, I have to go take care of uh, Mercurius yelling something about guns. You watch. <laughs> just take care of her, please. And I go go look for look for some guns with Mercurio. And I yell, "Is yeah. is this spot only for rhino poop?" <laughs> something unintelligible. <laughs> Charlie Brown, no parent noises. That I'm like, I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, EXO. I'm here at the sensor suite. There could be communications, maybe here, and the pen is mightier than the sword, they say. So, if I have to use weapons as or words as weapons. This is, ink the place to do it. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we all have like the communications. The sensor suite's not unique. But there me. really aren't any weapons on this ship, Mercurio. No, no, there are not. I suppose we'll have. Didn't we just show up? Aren't there four weapons? Yeah, you guys are weapons. Four sexy weapons? Sexy weapons. Yeah. Also, a small child is there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't classify myself as a sexy weapon. An age-appropriate weapon. Yeah. I I say five weapons, right? Right, Chocolatees? And she's just not even looking at me. She's completely absorbed in Orion. Oh, disrespect to Kraitlin. She probably has some (laughs) Kraitlin looks at you and she's like, yes, there are five of us. Though I am not, perhaps, great in a fight, I am still there for you, X. Oh, I come up to Kraitlin, I'm like, I apologize if this is rude to ask, but are you venomous? Because that would be so cool. <laughs> I am a little bit venomous, and it is pretty cool. <laughs> That's great. I now, like, I offer her the respect knuckles. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your knuckles. You said she has hands? 
that correct? She has arms? Yeah, she has hands. Make sure a snake, like kind of like a cobra part of her will rise up off the floor and then she like slithers on the rest of her body and her arms are coming off the part like risen off the floor. Do we need to do, do we do a notice roll, Drew? Is there anything to notice? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you guys can take the time to kind of explore the ship. And, I mean, unless there's something specific you're looking for. What's the healing facility like? Is there anything like that? Yeah, there's a medical bay. The facilities are medical bay, science, tech, processing, and sample storage, a matter reprocessor, a sensor suite, and then it also comes with equipment. So there's like lockers, I guess, and we each get a comm link and a language trans. Oh, there's two language translators and five comm links. Ah, uh, is Kraytrin using a language translator, or does she have like a third one? No, no. This is so. So what she has is something that's basically specifically like communicate like translates her her speech into speech you can understand these are a separate more generic yeah. device so if she got killed couldn't take it and have three what is the speech we understand what what's that travis we speak in common or... let's call it common i also speak a little gallic is that like galaxy gaelic <laughs> that ever comes up no, Gaelic is the American way of pronouncing, I guess, the language. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the medical bay facility description. Rover has a cubicle dedicated to medical procedures. This small room contains a hospital bed with an automated door that integrates cutting edge technology from the Jimmy world. And chocolates, look at this shit. It's just like home. Chocolates? Yeah, we can totally get you spayed here. She's she's not in here. She's and we would never spay. Thestaginian horn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's take this fucker out. Ship? <laughs> Is Kai opening a portal? I'm gonna go to the sensor suite and uh go over those. That's, okay, you can do it with me. Oh, you're your sensor suite? Yeah, I was saying that the sensor suite. Because there was no cannons. Then I'll go to the matter reprocessor. Hang out there. I Wait, god damn it, did you do that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lani Akea just tries to like go to different places and every time she gets there someone's like no sorry occupied Orion just sitting in the kitchen being like no the seat's taken <laughs> yeah. I go to the matter reprocessor and I want to see if it can create a shot glass I have something to pour my ace whiskey into uh, yeah it definitely can create a shot glass. I need to roll or can I just start you want it? a plastic shot glass or a metal shot glass one of each <laughs> Chocolatees sees your shot glass and starts knocking against her cask on her neck with her hooves. Like nuzzling you. <gasps> I love Chocolatees now. Orion has fallen deeply into appreciation for Chocolatees. Feeling apparently is mutual. What do I need to do to work this matter reprocessor? I mean, if it's something simple like a shot glass, you don't need to roll or anything. You probably just like a schematic you can look up. You probably just take a cup cup schematic and resize it. I do that. Can I can I pour a shot from ch- chocolate teas? I ask Exo. I, I'm not actually there. I'm... Oh. Just do it. I look around and realize he's not there and I feel stupid. <laughs> I don't tell anyone. But chocolate teas? Chocolate teas wisely taps against the side that has the wine in it. 
Oh, I thought it was watered down wine, not half and half. Like, yeah, not separated half and half. There's two chambers, yeah. Oh. So you can, two pouches. I got it. One that's just water, one that's wine, yeah. Okay, so I, I print a separate shot glass for chocolate teas, and I fill up wine for both of us, and then I give her a little bit. She just kind of looks... She just looks at the shot glass for a while, but like you can clearly tell that she wants it. She's just waiting for some kind of sign from you. I gave her a thumbs up and like a hang loose. I'm like trying different yeah, things. Yeah, you're different things, and she just keeps staring at you obediently and is shuffling like she really wants it. I, I put it down on the floor and step back, and I say cheers, and I drink mine. Nope. <laughs> you did not guess the magic word. Yeah, I'm afraid not. She's very well trained. I say... Let's try this again so I fill my shot glass a second time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ryan's getting hammered. Well, while this is happening, um, Kraitlin comes up to you, XO. He's like, hey, my new friends, while you guys have been doing your weird stuff here, it looks like Varel has opened the portal. Can we behold the portal? Yeah. It's this giant stone uh, circular or semicircular structure comes out of the ground. It's large enough to fit your big craft through. And you can see like sort of shimmering on the other side uh, is this world that looks like it's kind of, you know, semi-arid rolling hills, you know, like a a temperate grassland kind of climate you might be coming out of too. It's opening up right onto the end itself. Yeah. Hey, Lania Kea. Yes? How do you feel about driving this? I just think that's hilarious. I mean, I could probably drive it. Okay, not please. trained in driving this specific spacecraft, but... It's easy. It should... There's an AI yeah. to help you if you get confused. Also, it's not a spacecraft, to be clear. It's like a I'm on it. So craft. you guys are at, you're at the steering wheel? Hell yeah, like you and I, we'll be, we'll be at the head of this. You drive, I'm on sensors, we got this. And I offer yeah, after, her the fist bump. After walking through all of the facilities and seeing that they were already taken, I just walk to the... Uh, bridge. The bridge, and uh, just sit down in the captain's chair. Fuck yeah. And I come in right after you sit down, but I'm like, Chocolates, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I look. I look under the captain's chair. I'm like, how did I lose you in a fight? Jesus Christ. We're going to have to have a, a spin-off podcast where it's just XO and Chocolatees. So Orion arrives as well. I assume Chocolatees is in... I, I think this is... It's following close behind. Like, oh, there you are. I hand XO a third, third shot glass. Um, I said, hey, do you know I can make these? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Have you been drinking this? <laughs> I've been trying to, but she's not much of a drinker. Oh my God, how many have you had, man? Um, he runs out of fingers. <laughs> he starts it's to like slip off his shoes. counting on his fingers and runs out. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing one finger, though. So I, I grab Chocolatees by the cheeks. I'm like, tell me, at least watered it down, man. And Chocolatees. Shakes her head in the this, the non-affirmative, the negative, not affirmative. You might say, <laughs> I, I I try to grab him by the by the shirt and drag him to the medical bay. I'm like, we have to get you. You need medical attention immediately. We have to pump his stomach. <laughs> How strong is this fucking liquor, man? I just I, I wave you off and I'm like, we have to go. Orion puts up his finger 
finishes his second shot and then slams it down. Okay. Uh, can you roll roll a vigor check? I guess let's, uh, let's do that. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Is this our first actual roll that wasn't for your fucking rhinoceros? Yeah, roll a vigor check. <laughs> I'm making this. T- I haven't had time to think about what the effects are of drinking too much of this stuff. Is but uh, this is for Orion, I, right? Not chocolate teas. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he might Orion might be like hardier than. Most people I'm familiar with. Yeah, Orion, why don't you make a vigor check? I have a D6, I guess. So just click on the little rolly thing. Yeah, click on the little rolly yeah. thing. What do I get, dude? You got a four. Oh, God. It's a success. Wait, a success. It's a success. Right. Yeah, you're, you're okay. You're Being not drunk. dead or you're anything. Not. Okay, like... Probably drunk. So I'm starting to panic, but chocolate tea is like nips and heels, and I'm like, what, what? And I like, Orion, and peering at his pupils, and I'm like, my God. This guy's a fucking tank. (laughs) (laughs) Can drink anything. No, it's not a tank. It has no weapons attack. Oh, sorry. You were talking about something else. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. I grab the remaining shots from uh, uh, Orion, if I can. I don't know if I have to, like, roll dexterity or anything. No. How hard you hold on to your shit. I think he's pretty pretty intoxicated, (laughs) so... I take him. I'm sure you could do it. I, I down one, and I give the other to Chocolatees, and I'm like, uh, you're the best little girl in the world. I love you so much. And I hug her and give her a kiss on the horn, and then she drinks it. Wow, that's that's her. Gotta give her a hug and a kiss. Mercurio knows. Yes, I mean, I knew. I knew. <laughs> Every day I'm baffled about how I lost that fight. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you'll be all right. Just don't drive the ship for a bit. Kid Cherub, take us out. Yeah, well, I will uh, drive us through the portal. You go through the portal, the planet of Ormorath. You've got a sort of rough idea of geographically where that robot was sort of when it made contact with Pharrell. So I assume you probably want to go in that direction, but I don't want to railroad you. Maybe you just go somewhere else. I apply the sensors. Do I sense? I, I mean, the air is breathable. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know about this planet. It's it's okay. you know, it's a livable planet. There are, okay. there are people that live here. Um, it's got, like it's a little. It, it's star is pretty dim, so it's kind of like a twilight world. Ooh, just but, like home. Um, I like it. All right. Anyway, yeah. Are you wearing sunglasses? Yeah, I am. Also, my sunglasses are aviators, in case anyone was wondering. Also, I have, like, shaved head with, like, a, a mohawk, like a short one, like a faux hawk, I guess, and a very stylized trimmed beard, if anyone wanted to know. Wait, so even on dim worlds, you still wear sunglasses? Well, no, I'm. we're inside of a cabin that has regular light. Oh, good point, yeah. But also, he wants to look cool. Yes, that is also very true. But if we were outside, yeah, we could take it off. Yeah, anyway. No, we're cool. Keep going. Let's, let's get to this next portal. Oh, actually, um, well, we already... So, to find the next portal... Do Oh, we already know where it is. Is that what you were saying? You know roughly where it is. Um, okay. You don't know exactly, like, its exact location or, like, what's going on around it. Like, why that robot, uh, like, stopped communicating or anything like that. Can I cast a prime spell to sense where the portal is more specifically than our understanding as we get closer to it 
Yes, if you're if you're closer to it, you could do that. I mean, you can do it now, but you okay? From what you can tell, it's pretty far. Oh, away. I'll wait till we're closer. Can can he like summon up extra mana and try it? No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't need to know that urgently. I'll just wait until we're as close as our scientific coordinates can get. So you guys travel across the landscape. Here and there, you see sort of signs of farmsteads and outlying encampments because there are people that live here. It's not a, it's a pretty poor world, but it's not empty. Um, you do also occasionally see, this is like a couple days journey, and at night, um, you can see what look like satellites overhead, and occasionally in the distance, you can see what look like ruined buildings. So you can tell that there used to be more people here. There used to be more of a society here. And that's not like a secret or anything. Something that's known about this world, but you may or may not have realized it before. Can I cast a death spell to get a feel for how many people have died in the last five years here? Have died in the last five years? What, like in the area that you're at? Yeah, just like as like uh, I don't. I guess I don't know how far reaching it could be, but when I see some like you're talking about, kind of like ruins. Yeah. Or something. Okay. I mean, yeah. So you could probably do that. Um, hold on, I have to go back and learn how the actual rules I wrote work because it's it's been some time. Um, no, that's exactly why I'm doing it. I'm kind of trying to learn how to do this shit. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah. So so I'm gonna say if you want to like go to one of these ruins and see what you see. Um, I would say you could cast that spell. You'd probably need to make two raises in order to like cover the whole area. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, do do we get close enough to ruins for me to cast this book? You might have to go like a little bit out of the way, but it wouldn't be like, it might cost you like okay. half an hour or something. Lonnie, can you, can you get one close to one of these places? Oh yeah. Just so I can, I mean, all right, we're not in a time crunch, so wherever the hell we want to go. I just want to have a feel for what's going on here before we explore even further. Okay, can I make my death roll? Yeah, so you want to do two reaches just to guarantee that it works? <sighs> what are the consequences of reaches? You might have spell backlash, depending on what happens. Worth it. Let's try and figure out what this system does. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do two reaches. Okay. I did make a roll, and that will count if I needed to make a roll. But Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you get a five, so that's a success. And now you've done two reaches to improve your spell, so why don't you roll a d6 for, for backlash? See if anything bad happens. All right. Quietly. Ryan takes a step back, gives him some space. You can't. We're in a fucking tank. Oh, I got a two. Yeah, nothing happened. Oh, wait. I guess I'm actually supposed to roll that, but it's fine. If he if he rolls higher, does that mean something does happen? Yes. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you want to get that critical miss. Yeah, do you want a Benny? Yes. No. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's that's also, yeah, I, I should be rolling that because it's not not something you should be able to Benny, I don't think. I see. It's like, yeah, it's the universe yeah. backlashing. It's not right. me. Is it something you could Benny? I probably wouldn't. <laughs> You're like, this is your one in a million chance, but in the yeah. form of a Benny. Um, okay, so that spell works, and you don't... Whatever has happened here is older than your, your mm. that spell Okay, looks back. So this is pretty old. You don't detect any sort of, like, you know, deathly residue here. I see. 
Do I have a feel for how long my, how far back my death spell sends? Yes, and I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it's in, it's probably in you know, less than a decade. I don't remember. I, okay. It's, it's written in there somewhere, but. Like more than a year, but less than a decade, is that? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, at least not months, though. But I mean, it's sort of consistent with, like, you know, these look pretty old. Mm, okay. Uh, so it's not like there was a cataclysm here recently or anything. Okay. And it's not like there's an ongoing war or something. No, no. Okay. At least nothing that your your data files have told you about. Or my death spell. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> okay. I just mean, like, you, you can double check all of this with, like, the files you have on hand yeah. and it's consistent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is anyone else gifted in prime school of magic? Nope. Not I. No. Okay. I didn't study at magic school. <laughs> but you could still be gifted. Why, thank you. We'll see, you drunk. <laughs> you fucking lush. I can drink more than you. No, no, no. You good. You good, Mercurio. We're on a mission. Don't challenge the tank. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if I got lost or not. Are we, are we on a planet that we're looking for a portal for? Or did we already go through the portal? We- so you went through a portal... Um, to get to a planet that you believe might have another portal on it will lead somewhere else, somewhere new. Okay. We're just looking on this desolate landscape and we're looking for a reason why it's desolate. Yeah, I was trying to see, like, is this something we should be worried about? But I don't think so. I think we're okay. And we're trying to find a robot, right? Like a robot went missing, so we know where to yeah. go. But they should be on the other side of this new portal. Right. No. No. They're, so the, the so the robot isn't magical. It just can do exploration. Does it have a name? Yeah, maybe, but you you didn't get its name mm. from Burrell. So do we? Who's the captain here? Lania K. Oh yeah, Exo is like making the calls. Lania K is driving stick. That's true. I guess I'm the pilot. Pilot, yeah. So. Right now, we're just looking for some kind of sense of where the other robot is, or where the robot is. Yeah, and also the portal it's found, if you can possibly find it. And there was no built-in way to locate this robot already? We're just kind of, it's on the planet somewhere? No, you just you just have, like, the coordinates where it was. And how long is this journey? A couple days? Yeah. Are there any interesting sights along the way? Like, if we look out the windows? Yeah, any Eiffel Towers to see? Big ball of yarn. <laughs> the biggest one. Oh. Orion says, I've seen bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's nothing, like, other than in what I've described that's, like, super notable. You see some, like, wildlife, some big, like, kind of giant, like, grazing animals. Any beautiful vistas? Yeah, there's some there's some decent vistas, you know. Some some twilight sunsets. Mm. Also, Orion's been in prison for ten years, so he's kinda joked about it. Kind of a nice yeah. nice welcome back. Good. Good. So uh what do we do to pass the time? On oh, those couple days. Yeah. <laughs> Question. So this is anybody are th- like music? Hey, 
you guys, I know a lot about science. Do you guys want to cook some meth? <laughs> no. Just kidding. That was a joke. Orion's disappointed. I uh, challenge Kratlin to a series of chess matches. I don't really know that game that well, but I will give it a shot. Hi. I'll teach you. And then I guess that's what I do during this couple-day trip. I, I attempt to bore Orion with the finer points of one dog care. <laughs> and not even spayed. Like you do not want one of these animals, man. You're, so much you're attempting to bore me? Yeah, I want, I want you to not want to own a horned dog, specifically Chocolatees, because she really likes you, and it's starting to bother. Can I roll to see if I'm bored? Yeah, what would that be? Bigger? Spirit. Spirit, yeah, Spirit. yeah, definitely. <laughs> God damn, you are... Involved. Cash rolls a seven for the listeners. Let's see, I'll roll my spirit. I only got a d4. No, no you're you're good. You survive. Am I, you got am a I seven. super bored? So you're Is you're this, fine. I'm not, I'm not bored? I'm like, yeah, tell me more. You know, I really wasn't wasn't interested in these horn dogs before, but <laughs> hang hang on your every word, man. After after being in prison for so long, it'd be nice to have a little buddy. I continue to be beside myself, just like I guess I, I keep telling you I wanted this to go the opposite direction, but I have to keep telling you because you haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> Chocolate tees loves you. I'm gonna puke. You're from a Roman soldier planet. <laughs> She's never been this into someone else before. It's really weird. Orion is kind of misinterpreting this as Exo being really into <laughs> something. So he, he's not quite sure how to feel. because he's, he's been on the inside for a long time. It's been a long time since he's been out. On the one hand, he appreciates having someone to talk to, but he doesn't want to, you know, get into anything serious right now. And, and I'm starting to really hate you, but I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> But Mercurio, why is the king so shitty? It does not seem like it would be a good ruler. <laughs> You're right, actually. This is not based off of a meritocracy of any sort. I see. He is some sort of inbred weakling. I understand. <laughs> exactly. The queen, she's fucking powerful. And you know why? Because the king, who irrationally has the power, chooses the strongest, most badass woman to be his spouse. Oh, I suppose that is one way to do things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like listening to this conversation, just being like, God damn it, Chocolatees. I'm good enough. <laughs> is Chocolatees large slash strong enough to ride? No. Maybe for me. Maybe <laughs> for her. Hell yeah. Kid Cherub riding Chocolatees. Yeah, while all this shit is going down, I'm just going to be piloting and uh, writing in my journal. I was just going to say, so Ryan's feeling like a little, now he's been around people too much. And so he goes over to see what Lonnie's doing. And I am not interested in talking to you at this moment. Orion nods affirmatively. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you guys, you guys head towards the, the last known sort of location of the robot explorer. And you find nearby, uh, there's sort of a small town it looks like it's designed to support like the outlying farms and stuff. Uh, and you don't really see anything else super noteworthy in the area. Do they look like they have a military or a militia or some sort of police authority or anything? Uh, definitely not like a military or like, like I mean you don't you don't know how their sort of political organization is, but they're not they're not like spending a lot of their GDP on 
jet fighters. Okay. Okay. Are they? I thought they were all dead. No, there's people that live on the planet. Oh. There's just mm. so, so the people that live here now are pretty. They live like sort of pastoral lifestyles, like relatively low tech for the setting. Um, but there are signs that like this used to be like a, a thriving world with a civilization that had you know, satellites and skyscrapers and that kind of thing. Can I size them up a little bit? Are they like are you, uh, strong? Are you guys going into town or? Oh, I mean, because yeah. I'm just you can't. Was the, was the last um, known ordinance of the robot in the town? No, I mean it was in in the area of the town. You just don't. I assume that's our number one priority to try and find. Yeah, it. but we can take some side quests. Yeah, I mean, so you're you know you're you could like explore the area. You could. Uh, go into town and see if they know anything. Um, you just got here, basically. So let's go into town, find out if they have weird herbs slash secret fight clubs <laughs> in basements. Because, like, fuck yeah. I mean, I also am very dutiful, so I'm, I'm looking for the portal and the robot at the same time. I'm just looking for fighting. Okay, players. well, since I'm the pilot, <laughs> I'll just I'll take an immediate... 90 degree turn in the vehicle everybody gets thrown to the side but we're headed directly towards town <laughs> okay um so you you swerve towards town um you're heading down like a sort of dirt road that leads there uh and before you get there um you see a figure on the side of the road that's sort of like waving you down um you can't see their face they're wearing uh like the a sort of garment that covers their body and they're wearing some sort of mask. Um, so you can't even tell, I can't tell if they're physically fit or not? Uh, no. Can I use magic? You can use magic. <laughs> you can always use magic. I look into their body and see all their flaws. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. What? It's fucking intense. Are you, you, I thought you weren't into primal magic. I'm gonna heal them. <laughs> okay, so you you just wanna you just wanna see if they're like injured and that kind of thing. Yeah, if they have like shitty cardio and like high cholesterol levels. <laughs> right. Okay. So right. So they're yeah. You can definitely do that. They're you know outside of your your touch range. So you're gonna add one reach to do it at sensory range. Um, but other than that, I think you can just, just roll with it. Well, yeah. The kind of vehicle we have, it's like. Big enough that uh, they can't see inside. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to okay. see you. So we can cast spells and we don't cause rifts or whatever. Uh, well, that's more about whether they perceive something as being magical. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, this is this, is, this is this is not something they're going to be able to detect okay. at all. Yeah. Also, as far as the scanners on the machine goes, I couldn't really scan their like bio something 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 Star Trek. Their rectal. Uh... Um, Gut biome temperature. I, th- so, I think yeah. you could. You're not gonna get as detailed a picture as um, Exo's magic. Would, yeah, uh, and I'm not actually even gonna make that roll. I just was curious about how to use the ship. Yeah, cool. definitely could do that. I just do one d four. How do I do a raise? Uh, what magic school are you using? Life, but I think it's just a one d four. It should be a, uh, You should be able to just click on your life die. And then it, the the reach effect is something I'll do if you succeed on your roll. Yeah, I thought your life was your primary thing. You should have a D8 in it. Yeah, I have. A, I just thought it was like a D4. 
Power? I thought I just clicked it on it, but nothing happened. Huh? Oh, it's like a power you could use if you were shitty at the school. Yeah, you're so really it's, good it's at a, the school. So yeah, that like that power level determines like what level you can use it at, but you still will use whatever your skill is that it's higher. You just like wouldn't be allowed to use a D eight power without it having at least a D eight. Yeah, so reroll that garbage you just oh that's I was just testing. <laughs> so oh shit, dude. Oh yeah. So got okay. a thirteen in life. Yeah, so you can uh <laughs> can definitely add some stuff to it. Hold on, though. Let's see if it... How tight is their sphincter? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit! So, there is some backlash, though, so you do take a wound. Oh, damn. Oh, oh. Yeah. The listener, ah. the backlash roll was a six. Yeah, the backlash six. roll was a six, so that's one success. Oh, he rolled a d4 and he got a six. Ah, no. Damn it. Okay, I rolled a... I rolled a nine on my d20, so Chocolatees does not catch me as I stagger back. <laughs> it's not, re- it's and not I- really damn. Oh, I see. You're just talking role playing. Yeah, and I just, okay. I look so hurt at my companion. He just snuggles up to Orion, and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I say, don't worry, man. I'll take good care of her if anything happens to you. <laughs> Salt in the wound. So conflicted. <laughs> oh, it's so fucked You up. seem like a good guy, but I hate you. <laughs> Um, and so I do want just just since this happened and it's a good sort of way to use it as an example, Justin. Since you did get two raises, you can also improve the spell in other ways if you want. So like you could increase the subject number so you can check on this person and like three of the people on the boat with you, for instance. So I'll check on Chocolates, Orion, and I guess Mercurio. Okay. Uh, all right. So. All three of the people. Well, I guess everyone comes back as as healthy. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with their their rectums. <laughs> um, and this spell tells you that this person is a human, and I guess it probably is also going to tell you that they have uh, photosynthetic augmentation, um, which means basically, in addition to being an animal that eats things, they have some amount. Photosynthesis ability in their skin, um, which is actually a fairly common thing for for people on on sort of farming worlds to have. Sunbathe for energy? uh, Just to like sort of augment their. So they have to eat less so they can profit the company more. (laughs) Probably not like a company on this world that. I'm sure this was driven by capitalism. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Capitalism is the answer to everything. Is there anything else you wanted to know? about them that I didn't touch on? Not that I think I could learn from the spell that I cast. Okay, either they're female, I guess, also, if that matters. How old? Fighting age? Yes, they're fighting age. Probably in their 30s. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's many of us and only one of them. We could go down. Even if there was many of them and one of us, I would go down. <laughs> but, but we aren't at the coordinates of the thing yet, are we? No, why? Well, we could greet them to understand their town. We're... Well, yeah. Can we just roll down the window? Like, I'll. T- I'm gonna hit the power <laughs> window. The window rolls down. Hey! I'll call out as like self-proclaimed communications. Okay, uh, so officer. you you shout down from the this like like <laughs> couple stories up uh, at this this woman, and and then I immediately say it in Gaelic. I mean Gaelic. She takes off her her sort of whatever mask that she has on and she's like 
you guys don't look like you're from around here. Nope. Just a warning. Town's gotten weird. Weird how? Are people a little more aggressive than they should be? You also notice at this point that she is she's carrying uh, like what looks like some kind of small carcasses of like rabbits, that kind of thing, and, and gear on her oh. back. So she she might be like a, a trapper or something like that. How much for one of those animals? Is that food? Yeah, that's food. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you got? You know, I don't really need currency. Is there a common credit? I think she's using those as food, not as currency. No, but I'm asking, is there a common currency? Uh, On a world like this, uh, they probably are mostly going to use barter. Oh. Sorry, I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> wait, no, 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 wait, 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 shit. Uh, I need to be smarter than this, but I'm not. <sighs> I really enjoy this conversation so far. What are you What are you going to trade for those? Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not smart. Shit, are you smart, Lonnie Akea? Okay, what? Like, I'm like, dude, like, I, I was going to buy one to like get in. But is that even a good idea? Get in where? No. To build trust with her. Went over the local. Yeah, so that we can get a little bit... I'm not... I don't... Fuck it! No, no! I don't want any of your weird rabbits. Sorry, girl. Keep going, Lonnie. Oh, my God. She's not even yeah, selling them. All right. I mean, good, I guess, because I'm going to eat these. We appreciate the council. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. I didn't really go into any specifics because this guy was trying to buy my my rabbits. But, yeah. Okay, wait, can you just tell me really quick, what made it weird? What's weird in your town? I mean, it's not my town. I just come in for supplies every so often, but uh, the people, I don't, they're not really talking. They kind of just, they're doing their thing, you know, there's the guy at the general store doing general store shit, but I tried to talk to him, ask him if, uh, you know, if he's got any any beans, and he just kind of stared at me, didn't say anything started just kind of coming over towards me and I left. I don't know. It's weird. Just, just be careful. Alright. Sounds funky. I'm going to push all my yeah. teammates away and just say, sorry, my friends are weird. Thank you for the knowledge. <laughs> Ryan wants to know what, what her name is. I say, what's your name? What's your Galwin. name? I also like that nine-year-old is the one that's like the most responsible and trusted she's she's got four years experience on me and i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) this is really bad that we're all idiots minus the (laughs) nine-year-old i'm not nine years old i'm 30 i understand that as an idiot but i'm just saying from a presentation perspective we're in a giant four-story fucking tank (laughs) we're gonna roll down windows and a nine-year-old is gonna call out people who farm with their hands saying like, yo, how's it going? <laughs> is, is Lonnie Ikea aware of that synchronicity issue or what, what am I looking for? Like, uh, synchronicity? Is she aware that she's a nine-year-old? Well, because she's not a nine-year-old. She's like a 30-something-year-old. Does she... But I mean, if she tried to walk into a bar, she would know that they're like, you're a fucking nine-year-old. Does she ever want to like just whisper into one of our idiot ears and be like, say this? Dumbass. Well, that's exactly what I'm looking for. I see. Bonnie, just tell me what to say. 
Are you talking about like some Cyrano de Bergerac yeah, yeah. shit? Yeah, exactly. At this moment, I just told you guys to shut up and get away from the window. I did it. You're, you're scaring the, the locals. <laughs> I did it. Uh, to be clear, I'm not scared of you guys. You're just fucking weird. I don't mind weird. Anyway, later. <laughs> She's like, the locals aren't even as weird as these fucking people. I'm out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to tell you how weird the town has gotten, but like, I don't know, maybe you guys will fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, beans? And I just stare off into the distance. <laughs> Galwin, have you have you seen anything strange in the environment? Like, shimmering portal? Uh, well, so, so the portals only open if a, if a magic user opens them. So. I didn't say that. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we have like a surplus of rations on the ship? Oh, yeah. I'll throw down some rations to her and say, thanks for the heads up. Oh, wow. Thank thank you guys kindly. Have a nice day. I can't decide if it's exciting or horrifying that Travis is our lead communication person in this campaign. <laughs> Doing a good good job so far. Yeah. It's bad. Um, and now before the rest of the team can communicate, I'm going to start driving away. <laughs> You're going to go towards town. Towards town, yes. Orion just waves out the window. <laughs> can I use our sensors to see how many people are in this town? Is that a thing the ship can do? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely okay, do let's that. let's see. Because I think uh, in your thing, it said our sensors is like a notice roll, but but us too. Is that how it works? I think for something like this, the, the suite would just be able to tell you. Okay. I think you have to make a roll. Yeah. So how many, how many people are in the... Like how many humanoid life forms or whatever? Probably around uh, between 50 and 100. Oh, shit, it's super small. Okay. But not tiny. That's tiny, dude. <laughs> it's pretty small. Small, oh, but not tiny. Um, Yeah, I'll just park outside the town. Going in by foot? Could walk in. Hell yeah. I mean, we, don't, we got a big-ass ship. Um, Can I give you a cowboy hat where plenty of kids? Sure. Do that. I mean, I give it to you as a gift. I just am really excited if you decide to. Wear I will it. wear it. Hell yeah! Just from a descriptive point of view, what do you look like as a nine-year-old girl? <laughs> what is? I'm not sure what you're like, asking. What, like, what are you wearing? <laughs> Orion is weirded out. <laughs> I don't mean it in like a sexual way, but Good. I just, in my mind, you look like a child of the core. Like pale blue eyes, super pale skin, totally like stark white hair that's long that goes you know, halfway down your back. She's just an average um, half-elf, half-human, nine-year-old girl. What about this big-ass ship? Does it have did Varel give us... Oh yeah, Kraytlin. Did Kraytlin, is there any like way to hide this ship? It's huge. There's gotta be a way, right? What do you we don't need, need to hide, hide it. it. I, guess we, I guess we don't need to hide it, but have any of you ever seen uh, Star Trek with the new guys? And they're all running from the natives and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you could, I don't know, park it behind some rocks or something. Oh, all right. No, no, the natives, have, they're no, used the, to, like, technology. It's just like an RV. All right. Yeah, this, this is not first contact with an alien oh, group. Okay. Like, this this oh. portal has been open for yeah. a while. These farmers farm for us. Where do you think your rice comes from? <laughs> Don't worry. I, I'm going to stay on the ship. I have spilled smoothie all over my beautiful red shirt, and <laughs> I need to give it a wash. I will keep it locked until you come back. Should we grab some comlinks and get out there? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's grab some comlinks and get out there. 
Hey guys, this is Drew. Thanks for listening to Atlas Stellarum. If you enjoyed this rich role-playing experience, you can get more episodes from our website at rrpxp.com or by subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.